I opened my eyes the next morning, half terrified that it had all been a dream, albeit a beautifully hot, sweet, romantic dream. My gaze quickly fell on Jack, sprawled on the bed next to me, looking so content as he slept. The mere sight of him made my heart beat to double time, and I resisted the urge to wake him for round two. Or was it three? All the emotions from that night jumbled within me, and before I could fully process them, I realized I actually felt happy. Apparently, happiness had been eluding me for months now. My new reality flooded my brain. Jack had appeared at my door last night after six months of no communication, wearing a Mets jersey and holding a dozen red roses. He looked me in the eye and told me he was sorry, that he loved me, and that he would earn my trust again. I couldn't believe he was standing there, and it took everything in me not to fall apart at the mere sight of him. I wanted to take him back into my life, but I needed to know that this time it would be forever. And now he was lying next to me in bed. I had questions about why it took him so long to get here and why he never contacted me. But honestly, at that moment, none of it mattered. At least that's what I tried to tell myself. My questions could wait, but I knew they couldn't wait for long. I didn't have it in me to let things slide without an explanation. And honestly, Jack still had a lot of explaining to do. Slowly, I rolled out of bed, trying not to wake him. I had just put my feet on the floor when he flung his strong arms around my waist, pulling me back into bed. And where do you think you're going? Jack breathed against my neck. Wherever I want. It's my apartment, I fired back with a laugh. I didn't say you could leave the bed. He sounded so determined I couldn't help but snicker. I don't need your permission, I shot back, and he rolled on top of me before kissing the tip of my nose. You have no idea how much I've missed your feisty attitude. Well, I haven't missed the way you try to kill me with your body weight. Ugh, get off. I'm trying. His face twisted in a devilish smirk as he slid his hand up the length of my bare thigh. I swatted his shoulder before rolling my eyes. You're such a pig. Yep, but I'm your pig. He leaned down, pressing his lips against mine. Instinctively, I turned my head from him, narrowing my lips into a tight, impenetrable wall. Jack leaned away from me, rolling onto his side. What's wrong? I smiled, covering my mouth with my hand. I can't kiss you like that in the morning. I have to brush my teeth first. He nodded his head in agreement. You do smell like a dragon. My jaw fell open, but I quickly snapped it closed, trying my best to breathe as little as possible. I do not shut up. He laughed, and I lost myself in his gorgeous dimples. I missed those. I'm kidding, kitten. You smell like roses. How I ever missed your annoying attitude is beyond me. No, it's not. This is what we do. You're a pain in the ass, and I put up with you. Oh, my God. I pushed myself up from the bed, throwing him my best dirty look before I scurried out the door. I'm teasing. You're a fucking angel for putting up with my shit. That's right, I am. And don't you forget it.
I shouted from the hallway. I brushed my teeth in my tiny one-person bathroom before returning to the bedroom. Jack hadn't moved a muscle. His brown eyes locked on mine, sending chills of anticipation shooting through my veins. It was crazy how I both loved and hated the effect he had on me. I hated the way he knew what he did to me, but I loved the way he made me feel. I should probably seek psychiatric help. Holding back a sigh, I sat on the edge of the bed before reclining on my side and turning to face him. What's the matter, kitten? He furrowed his brows, two lines forming between them. Nothing, I lied. I know you better than that, Cass. What is it? I just wanted to ask you something.